0: Let's go, girl. Just
1: tell me that I can and show you things you know, that
0: you couldn't be. It is women talking football, WTF, not to be confused with WFT. I said that correctly we are the women a pair of producers for dave campbell's texas football and dave campbell's texan live um my name is ashley pickle i'm the executive producer sitting over there in our producer chair is our associate producer miss mallory hartley howdy howdy (laughs) how are you (laughs) <laughs> I guess it's a good thing that we don't usually do this show at 10 a.m. because you don't look very awake. <laughs> no,
2: <laughs> I'm just tired today. That's fair. <laughs> I feel Like we've had a lot going on this week, so but we have we're still had here
0: <laughs> a lot going on this week, and next week we'll be even busier. To pull back the curtain, we're actually pre-recording this because I, after TFT today on Wednesday morning, is when we're recording this. Um, am heading down to Houston for for meetings. meetings Our life water. has turned into this weird just array of constant meetings and it's like it's fun don't get me wrong I I genuinely enjoy doing it but it's just funny when people ask me right now in this point of the year like oh yeah off season what are you doing and it's like oh we're in full swing prepping for football season yeah like prepping for next year (laughs) yeah
2: it's funny yesterday we were off site at a meeting and I need to sit up we were off site at a meeting and I was like yeah we got to get back because we have you had a meeting at one thirty, mm-hmm. and then we had an editorial meeting at two thirty, and then we had a staff meeting at 3 15 so yeah. i was like well yeah we gotta get back for more meetings yeah and that <laughs> we was to leave this meeting to go to three more meetings that was
0: at the point where we our initial meeting yesterday started at 10 a.m and we weren't done yes. until like 12
2: yeah. <laughs> 30 so it's
0: like yeah anytime my family or my boyfriend or someone calls and it's like hey you know like what you've been doing at work meetings just meetings and to to schedule lots, lots of meetings more meetings on top of <laughs> yeah. these meetings
2: you're referring job, back to seven meetings ago <laughs> your job is to take meetings and yes. to also schedule meetings yes so yes meetings.
0: that's what i do I, <laughs> it's just a it's a it's a weird life we're living right now but it's fun we get to meet and talk to a lot of really cool people yeah um but sometimes it gets like oh wow I've talked a
2: lot in the past week, you know, the same things over and over again. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's the other thing is,
0: yeah, when you're going through any sort of renewal meetings or pitch meetings or anything like that, it's luckily it's it's all the same
2: stuff. Yeah, (laughs) it is
0: fundamentally the same stuff. But then that makes it almost even harder to keep straight what answer you got from which meeting, because they're all fundamentally about like the same concept,
2: right? right also i feel like this off topic here um but every time you go down to houston i feel like the weather just stinks outside always remember last time you went down to houston we were basically in a tornado yes because
0: i had to (laughs) i had the last time that i went down was in january um y'all came down a couple days later for the staff christmas christmas in january party that we had at the rockets Mm -hmm. game but yeah i actually ended up having to leave a day early like i had to end up i was supposed to go down tuesday afternoon and i had to go down monday night like that's right drive late into the night because what the, the weather was going to be so bad. bad i had meetings that i couldn't miss that next day
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's it's funny every time you yeah. seem to want to go down to houston it's mother like nature's like potential nah, hurricane weather now nah, you, you know? need to stay in elville
0: <laughs> Yeah every time every time but uh h10 down. heading down there this (laughs) afternoon knock on wood the weather holds (laughs) off before i leave here we're probably about to start hearing tornado sirens because that's just our luck but seriously anyway um The other thing that we're going to talk about today is something else that is quickly approaching, which it's like a blink and here's football.
2: I know. Um,
0: So on today's episode, episode number 36, we will be giving you a look at the upcoming seven on seven SQT. If you don't know what an SQT is, that is a state qualifying tournament. So there are SQTs all the way through Basically, the first part of June, because then state seven on seven is he- held down in College Station. Um, mm-hmm. I believe it's the 22nd, 23rd, and 24th this year.
2: Yes, I can. I can see my calendar right, sitting right there, there, right there. But I don't have it right, <laughs> right in front of me. But that sounds. That sounds. Right. I can I look. I just.
0: It's always the third weekend of June. I just never know exactly which dates. Hey, how about that? 22nd, 23rd, and 24th um, of nice. June down in College Station. It's always a fun time. But you have to qualify for the state tournament. A lot of time um the SQTs they take about 16 teams um so the top 2 end up going on if it is a 32 team SQT then some of them are a lot of them are eight down in division 3 but if it is a 24 team state qualifying mm-hmm. tournament then the top 3 qualify so Technically, there's no rhyme or reason as to how many SQTs you have to participate in. Technically, you could go to qualify all of them. <laughs> in your first one and just not do it again and just practice the rest of the time. But yeah. coaches love the not that coaches aren't the actual coaches of it, but they they like their kids to be involved in it. They like their kids to be involved in it. Exactly right. It um, keeps them
2: from, you know, getting out of shape over the summer mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then once they qualify, obviously, they got to keep practicing for the state tournament right itself. so yeah I, I yeah that. and
0: you do have to pay to be in most of the qualifying tournament so some people go okay we're gonna just set three of them and if we make it great if we mm-hmm. don't then not if we don't make it then we're gonna do a couple more just kind of depends on what you're very lenient yeah yeah and i mean you think about it too for some of the the d3 or division three or division two a lot of those kids could still be in state baseball tournament you know like postseason right. baseball so they might not be competing at that level. It's pretty easy when it comes to the six, uh, like the Division, Division 1 because there's just yeah. so many kids. Um, so, you know, it just depends. But we want to run through and tell you there are, there's like one more tournament actually happening this week and then the bulk of everything starts in May. So Division 1, Division 2, and Division 3, we're going to show you the full schedules for the month of May. There are still state qualifying tournaments that we'll hit on a little bit later, but these are all through May. And then in the back half of the show, we are super duper excited Yes. Uh, we've talked to a lot of high school coaches wives but we haven't talked to uh we talked to debbie mcguire so we've talked to one yes. other um right. college coach's wife but we're gonna bring on um smu head coach rhett lashley his wife lauren lashley yes. um a mother of four two sets of twins College coach's wife. (laughs) I mean, it is insane the amount of stuff that she has to juggle. So, we are so incredibly excited to be talking to Lauren Lashley, the wife of SMU head coach Rhett Lashley, in the back half of the show. But, let's go ahead and dive in to one of our favorite times of the year in seven on seven SQT. So we kind of broke down everything state qualifying tournaments all the way across the, um, the state of Texas division one, division two, division three, those are broken up based on pretty much classification wise. Um, So we will start off with our division one state qualifying tournaments that are coming up in and across the state of Texas, we will start off with this weekend is the uh, is the only April SQT. So there was actually one last weekend in Melissa, um, and that was the first SQT of the season. And two qualifiers have already punched their ticket to the state seven-on-seven seven tournament. And that is DeSoto, who, if you will remember, is the reigning Division One state champion. Yes. And then Midlothian um, Heritage. So congratulations to those two programs already. The first two to punch their ticket to College Station in the latter half of June. But we have that this week in uh, South Lake Carroll, then May 12th, Fair East. And because Fair ISD has 13 different schools, they break it into an East and a West. That's insane. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, That's crazy. So this East tournament will actually be played at Cy Creek High School. Then we've got a duo of them on May 13th in the ag one of our favorite ones to attend um and then way out west midland having theirs on may 13th then may 19th then you come around to that sci fair west that one will be held at sci fairs high sci falls high school rather then A lot of them on May 20th. This is a big SQT weekend around the state. Mm -hmm. The excellent El Paso meet will be had. Then Conroe Grand Oaks, so in the northern part of the greater Houston area. Then we have our first Austin area one in Lake Travis. And then a big one out there at uh, Allen to keep an eye on. Then the following weekend and the last weekend of May will be Round Rock, god that always round messes. round rock me, Westwood always mess me up <laughs> actually a bunch of the pickle cousins graduated from round rock westwood so i've oh, had wow. that tongue twister as a part of my life for you many should have many it down years, by now and i still don't <laughs> ever i don't know it's the double r and the w that like <laughs> whoo um it's tough then may 26 down there in houston again in the woodlands out west lubbock having their sqt on may 27th and then may 27th again the one up in the dfw is at justin northwest so again there are still ones to be followed after that on um into june June. but these are all of them through the month of may moving on to division two We will start off with the McLean County one. That one is in Lorena or at Lorena. May 13th, Kilgore. May 19th, the Bulldog Meet, which is hosted by my ever so loved darling Hitchcock Bulldogs. Um, May 20th, Anna will have theirs kind of in the northern part of the DFW. Then out east on May 20th. Like we said, May 20th is like mega weekend yeah. in every single division. A ton of them. Uh, but Tyler Chapel Hill hosting one out east May 20th also is the Roughnecks SQT that's out in West Columbia. Then here with a brand new head coach Marcus Schultz yeah. uh, Ponder the Lions will be hosting. There's kind of similarly up in the northern part of North Texas. Um, then there's the Texans meet that's down there in Central Texas in Wimberley. Then the Blue Jays of Needville down there in um, kind of the Golden Mm Triangle-ish area. Then way up north, um, not necessarily Panhandle North, but a little bit more south than that of mm-hmm. the north, you could say. Uh, Graham, they'll be hosting it on May 27th. Another Central Texas meet, the Bulldogs of Burnett, hosting it down there in the Hill Country. And then in rounding out our Division Two down on May 27th, Hampshire, Hampshire Finette will be hosting theirs. Again, um, we're running through these now, but if you want to see every single SQT, how large they are, and how many qualifiers can come out of those, texasfootball.com slash seven on seven. Gotcha and last but certainly not least division 3 these are our smallest schools that play um not a not a lot of you don't usually see six man teams play but this is more of kind of the two a divisions mm-hmm. May 20th, Stamford will be having theirs. Also May 20th, the Lions of Dublin will be hosting there. Then there's a Cougars SQT on the 20th. That one hosted by Wallace Brazos. And then on the 27th, the following Cougars meet is actually at Rosebud Lot down there. And then May 27th, again, finishing out those three is a meet at Lindsay and then one in Sudan. So, texasfootball.com slash 7on7. We will have everything covered for you there. When you actually type in um, 7on7 and go to the hub page, what will pull up is um, qualifying tournaments, which are the ones that we just went through, Mm -hmm. but the full list of them, again. Um, Also, if you're a coach looking to... Put your team into one of those meets. They're filling up quickly, so I would definitely get on that now if you haven't already. That being said, the host coaches email is listed on our state qualifying tournaments pages. Uh, we have the rules. We have a way for you to submit results. Anytime that you can submit results is a huge help to us. Yeah. Our uh, our Canadian buddy Matt Step is working the phones constantly over the weekends to update people on the SQT results, but those are very very important. Um, and then state tournament hotels what you need to do to get into the state tournament past champions general information everything that you could possibly need to know texasfootball.com slash state slash seven on seven it's one of our favorite we always talk about that we genuinely
2: love sqts oh it's i was just about to say i think matt step is coming back next week or it's the next week sunday after. i think he'll be here soon sunday sometime sometime next week slash early yeah um to go to a couple sqts and i'm sure after magazine season we'll get out to a couple of them too arlington always has two of them them. they have a really early one and then they've got a really late one in june right before the state tournament so i would love to get out to arlington to see my colts try and punch their ticket to college station so. Yeah,
0: they have the as we mentioned they have the one on May 13th and then
2: we went to which one did we go to last year? Hmm, I don't it doesn't look
0: like they have two this year, but they oh, definitely they just did. have one.
2: No, 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 they do the Colt Classic on June 7th. The Colt Classic. That's what it's called. There yeah, maybe I'll try. Maybe I'll try and get out to that one yeah. at some point if you want to go with me. Yeah, you.
0: June 2nd. That so. could definitely work. Yeah, um, yeah, But yeah, everything is listed on there. Um, the sizes of the SQT, the qualifiers that advance out of that. And then obviously when it comes to June, the entire Dave Campbell's crew, we load up the swag wagon, mm-hmm. knock on wood. We got it serviced this year, so we won't break <laughs> down on the way to state seven on seven like you we just did from, last year. You just year. pulled out a deep memory that I did
2: not, not want to <laughs>
0: think about. Man, I got to tell you, deep into june and being stranded in the swag wagon it was uh it was kind of toasty out there thank goodness we were um at a very very well-known texas gas station where very
2: friendly people helped us out some well Um, heck you helped us out a ton in that situation (laughs) You you took the reins on this. I just sat back and watched and cheered you on from the sideline. Okay,
0: look when it,
2: it, I will give
0: Greg Powers and I uh, put on our old like country hats and we put them on. But I will say um, when the rest of the love y'all to death. But when the rest of our pool of like trying to fix thing is you, Greg Tepper and Ishmael Johnson, my confidence level like I I, I remember sitting there and I looked around and I was like. All right, time to take action, <laughs> you know, like fight or flight type of thing. I was like, I got three little Bernies back here. Someone's got to put their
2: dukes up, you know. <laughs> he looked, at, he looked at Tepper and he said, "Go inside and get me some Coke." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for for the whatever you did. You know, yeah, yeah. If you have a the, our, our
0: battery was just bat- it was corroded, corroded at that yeah. point, and, and most people know that that yeah. If you have a corroded battery, like the easiest way pour- to get the co- corrosion off of it is to pour like a bottle of Coca Cola on it. Yeah, Tepper was like, "Why do you need?" Coca-Cola right
2: now, and you were like, "Just be quiet and go Go get get it it. for me." (laughs) Because I want to get out of here. (laughs) Yeah, I
0: went in, and then I was like, "All right, while we're waiting, I'm gonna like I'm gonna pop up the hood, and I instantly noticed the corrosion, and it was like, okay, this is at least we can see, we can get down there and see really how corroded this is, or maybe we after the corrosion's gone, we can just tighten it a little bit." And uh, I text Pepper because he was already inside, and I was like, "Hey, grab me a bottle of Coke," and I was like, "Did you not see my text message?" And he was like, "No," (laughs) and I was like, "I need Coke," and he's like, "Can you not go get that yourself?" Why, like, you were just in there. You bought a Dr. Pepper, and I was like... Listen here, cop hill. <laughs> Go and get me some Coke. I gotta fix the battery. <laughs> yeah, I still apologize to this day. I was absolutely utterly useless in it, it was fine. We got it. Well, and I said, I was like, I need Coke and zip ties. And then all of a sudden, zip ties, this, that was the other thing. this towing this super nice guy who is a like a tow truck driver, yeah. he came over and he's like, Y'all need some help. And we were like, Yeah, I was yes. like, There's just I think I was like, I think the battery is just too corroded. And he goes, I need Coke and zip ties. I didn't say a word. I I just crossed my arm and nodded my head, and I was like, "Victory! Try me! Come at me! <laughs> Try me again!" So anyway, we actually just picked up the uh, swag wagon from the dealership after getting like a full just maintenance, like everything done, um, to make sure that this does not happen again. So I'm shout to out go. to uh, our boss for for sending the swag wagon off to the to the beauty shop and spa to get to get her refresh done (laughs) she got a
2: full-on facial massage everything
0: (laughs) yeah she had a spa weekend Weekend. it wasn't it wasn't just like the oh i'm on vacation i'm gonna get the one massage i get a year she was like hit me up with that membership (laughs) so anyway all right well there we go upcoming sqts we love this season but stay tuned to matt steps twitter stay tuned to the dave campbell's twitter stay tuned. Tune to texasfootball.com slash seven on seven. We will have all the information that you need. All right. Now let's hear a word from our friends at VCR now Reach out to us today at info at VCRnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at VCRnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW.
2: Thank you to our friends at VCR Now, like always. All right. As Pickle mentioned, we are currently joined by the Queen of Dallas herself. She's basically superwoman woman. She is Miss Lauren Lashley, the wife of SMU head coach Rhett Lashley. Lauren, thanks so much for joining us. How are you doing?
1: Good. Thanks for having me. I appreciate that introduction. That was really sweet.
2: Absolutely. I mean, just by researching stuff about you and coach Lashley, I was like, man, she seriously does it all. Oh. You are seriously superwoman.
1: <laughs> I don't know about that, but that's that's very kind. Thank you for that compliment.
2: Yeah, yeah. So when we have new guests on like yourself, we kind of like to throw it over to you and, you know, kind of hype yourself up a little bit. Tell us a little bit mm-hmm. about yourself, what you do, kind of, you know, your career and, and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. So um been married to Rhett for actually 16 years this coming Friday um so we're about to celebrate that anniversary and then we've got four kiddos um not superwoman but more survivor most days i'll just say that right (laughs) lots of lots of juggling of little people um but been a coach's wife for gosh i think it's 15 seasons now so just um yeah we've we've been on a journey it's a it's been an incredible one and Um, Many moves, several states, many, many homes. um, And it's just been really cool. And I'm a stay at home mom to these awesome kiddos. And so they just kind of keep me busy and moving along. So, yeah.
2: Now, you guys are, you're back in Dallas because you were here yes. originally back in 2018, 2019 when Coach Lashley mm-hmm. was the offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach at SMU. But now Correct. you guys are back. He's at the helm, of course, at SMU. So how are you guys feeling after after year one?
1: Yeah, so really good. Um, just excited. We've got some momentum going into year two. Um, you know, year one is, there's some learning and some growing pains. And I remember Rhett, you know, when he first took the job, it was like, you know, he felt like he was kind of drinking out of a fire hydrant and uh, which is so true because just stuff is just coming at you and you're kind of learning as you go. And, um, but now I feel like year two, we're just, we've got, um, a little bit more of an understanding and just kind of how to navigate everything. And, um, a staff, we have an incredible staff, um, coaches, their wives, kids really couldn't ask for a better staff around us and to support us. Um, they really kind of are the key to all of this. So we're really, really blessed by that. So we're just excited, you know, moving into year two.
2: And you mentioned it a little bit earlier. You've got mm-hmm. some kiddos at home, two sets of twins. So two, two. boys and two girls. My yes. question is, and I'm sure you get this question all of the time. What are the keys to surviving that <laughs> during football season when you see your husband maybe a couple hours during the day?
1: Yeah, Um, I kind of go into game mode, like my own game mode. Um, (laughs) Whole game plan written out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. like he he knows, like he'll come home and like I have a system, you know. Um, I'm kind of type A, routine oriented. And so, you know, from the moment the boys were born, I was kind of like, you know, I had like a timetable for everything. Right. Um, And I've kind of loosened up, you know, as you become a parent and you have a couple more kids and You kind of loosen up in those ways but when we go into football season um i definitely have some structure and also asking for help like i you know at first i was like oh i can do everything i've got this down um but as the kids get older and you know you kind of go hey actually i might need some help so getting really good babysitters um sometimes having to run them to and from places because i can't be everywhere at once for sure um like you said, we've got four kids and so many different things. Like right now we're in football, baseball, soccer, Mm -hmm. gymnastics. So it's just, you know, just constantly running around all good things. Just, just busy. So
2: now do you get to travel at all during the football season? You know, a couple of those away games in the, in the American, you know, you're going way Mm -hmm. out East. Do you get to how many games a year typically do you get to go to, I guess on the road?
1: So, as a coordinator's wife, it just kind of depended on where we were, um, kind of if there was space on the plane Mm -hmm. or on the bus, depending on whether we were driving or flying. Um, As a head coach's wife, um, I went to all the games last year, and our boys got to go to one of them with us, which was a lot of fun. Um, But I try to go to all of them, unless, you know, something, something crazy comes up where I've got a sick kid or something like that. Of course, I would stay home. But... So far, I've gone to all of them.
2: Now, which is great, because I feel like a mm-hmm. lot of people don't have the opportunity to do that. So that's yeah. super exciting to hear you say that. Now, another yes. question that we ask a lot of coaches, wives, especially in the high school ranks, is it's really tough to make time for, you know, mm-hmm. each other during the football season. So, you know, how mm-hmm. do you guys really make time? And even right now, it counts, too, during spring football. It's such a busy time. Do you guys set aside, you know, maybe... Once a week, once every couple mm-hmm. weeks to go on a date night or something? What what does that kind of look like during the football season?
1: Yeah, so um every every week we have a date night. So typically it's Thursdays, but um this year we chose Wednesday nights because he has the radio show on Wednesdays, mm-hmm. and so we just go straight from the radio show to our date night. And um we actually have a really cool little spot just down the house down the road from our house. And so we always go to the same restaurant every week. we like know the waitresses they see us coming, <laughs> so they awesome. kind of expect us but um it's it's really good for us. It kind of helps us um you know stay connected um, and just find time for just us and it's honestly been the biggest blessing and whether you're a coach or not a coach, I would encourage that for your marriage just in general because. Um, It's just busy, you know, with work or kids, schedules, just to find that that one window of time. Definitely. Um, just to kind of set aside for you is just imperative.
2: Definitely. I completely agree with that. If you had to describe Coach Lashley's demeanor on the <laughs> sideline versus just being typical old dad at home, is there a mm-hmm. big difference? Like, is there that off switch that he can kind of turn on and off, whether that being on the sidelines versus at mm-hmm. home?
1: You know, honestly, I would say he's pretty consistent with who he is like on and off the field. He is um, just really passionate. Um, He's fun. He's high energy, um, outgoing, just really good like people skills. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I feel like on the field, he's like a really good teacher. He's passionate. Yes, there's moments where he I, we joke goes into Hulk mode, you know? Um, but no, I would just say he like, it, he pretty much is consistent who he is, um, here at home too. He's a an amazing dad, very hands-on when he walks in the door. Like he's, he's here, like he's present. Um, and our kids, um, adore him. Right. So, but he's the fun parent. I always joke, but he walks in the door <laughs> and he's like, let's get in the golf cart. Let's go to, our kids are obsessed with going to the gas station and getting candy or something and he's you know it's one of the first things he does every week he's like hey gas station and you know they're all excited and out the door so That's so i awesome. just say he's he's consistently just fun and um passionate on and off the field
2: um now I-, I wanted to ask you I didn't actually text you about this because okay. I kind of wanted to put you on the spot here. Now, when yeah. I was looking things up about you, I mm-hmm. had come across something about when you guys were when he was at Auburn, you guys were living mm-hmm. in Alabama, you had yep. participated in some kind you're a big car girl, I've I've kind of gathered. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? This yes. this uh, this yes. this event, this car racing event, you may you you know, you beat coach in something. Talk a little oh, bit yeah. about that. I'm a little curious to know.
1: So I think it was in Montgomery. It's a motor speedway. Yes. Um, and you get to go and literally like get in a real race car and go on a real racetrack. Like I, I thought it was going to just be like this, you know, kind of rink deal, but it's, it's legit. Um, now you do have a race car driver in the car with you. So that kind of like makes you feel better. But no, like I'm super competitive. He's super competitive. But um, I was like, oh, he's going down. He's going down. So I I got in the car and I told the driver that was in there with me. I was like, we're winning today. (laughs) And because there were like several people like throughout the day who had driven. And um I was like I'm we're they're just going to win the day. Like I just want to <laughs> beat everybody, not just him. but I want to beat everybody. And I did. I got the highest time for
2: that day. That's amazing. How it fast was, was it, do you remember?
1: But um he Rhett, will beat me at just about everything. So whenever I have a win, I'm like, "Oh. <laughs> you
2: got to celebrate <laughs> like it, right?" It.
1: <laughs> yeah it over his head a little bit. Absolutely. So.
2: I remember seeing that. and I was like, man, I have to ask her about this yes. when she comes on. That is super, <laughs> super cool. Well, before we let you go, I've got one more question yeah. for you. What is okay. to you, what is the best thing about being a coach's wife in your opinion?
1: Um, I would say just all the people you meet kind mm-hmm. of along the way. Um, you're, you're just have the opportunity and kind of how you look at it, it's your perspective, like you have an opportunity um, just to meet different people, different cultures and backgrounds. Um, You know, we lived in Miami for two years and it was um, just a really cool experience just to let our kids be introduced to different cultures and um, just from Miami to Connecticut, like that's a big jump. So, I would just say the people really are the thing that make all the difference. Um, I have friends pretty much all over the country now, and it's just cool to look back and see um, just how these opportunities to move allow you to bring different people into your life. So another thing that um, is the best part about being a coach's wife is also the coaching families you meet along the way. Um, they become family and some of the wives that I've met along the way are going to be lifelong friends for me. So that has been a huge blessing in my life. And then finally, just watching Rhett walk in his calling. Um, it's just been an honor to be by his side and um, watch him do what he loves. And it's just been a really cool part of this journey
2: and of course we've had your husband in here one too many times so hopefully (laughs) very soon we can actually get you in our studio to do a live interview hopefully very soon
1: (laughs) i would love that thank you
2: it's miss lauren lashley lauren thank you so much again for hopping on with us today during such a busy busy time in y'all's life uh and then of course we wish you and the mustangs the best of luck this season
1: thank you so much and thank you for having me it's been fun
2: Absolutely. Well, guys, that's going to do it for us. Thank you to Lauren for hopping on today. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Mallor Hartley. We will see you guys next week, next Thursday at 2 p.m. on Women Talking Football. <laughs>